Welcome, Queerios. This is Kitchen Queerdos with Chef Liam Camp and Professor Corinne, sometimes Corey, DaCosta, where we talk about what's eating you, what's cooking, and what you are consuming. Professional chefs we are, behavioral health professionals we are not. However, we are two friends who are healing, been through some things, with a lot of catching up to do. Join us. I gotta get my podcasting voice. La 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 la. la. <laughs> Welcome to Kitchen Queerdos, where we won't make you sing a song to sit at the Thanksgiving table. Oh, I mean, make. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about how about those notes? <laughs> I don't know. I just. <laughs> I didn't react. All I had to do was react, and I didn't react. <laughs> I changed the words, and you were like, "Oh God, this isn't my I, line." No, no, no. Line. I think it was. I think it was you. You threw me off with your professionalism. You were like, "Take one," and I was just like, "Ooh, <laughs> thank you for loving me. Thank you thank for being there." Lynn. the whole story. Oh, that was such a good bob, dude. That was yeah. solid. Okay. Today we're going to talk about the Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episode. Yes. I can't think of a better way to celebrate the holiday than with Mm -hmm. a great friend and a podcast of us nonchalantly chatting. Yes, especially about a series that is near and dear to us kitchen queerdos. (laughs) Bob's Burgers has been around since 2011. So some of the, well, the first two seasons, which we found out immediately did not have a Thanksgiving episode because they didn't air during this time of year. Because like right. the fall is TV season and mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers was not need to watch TV when it came out. And now it's on like the normal cycle. So you get a Halloween episode, you get a Thanksgiving episode, you get a Christmas episode, which we all needed. That's very true. Because I mean, who doesn't want to be a belcher? If you want to be a pesto, you can just leave this podcast right now. Oh man. Oh yeah. I mean, but honestly, that's really accurate depiction. Now that you bring up the pestos of like what some some culinary bros are like. They really about that pesto life, like sabotage, the bullying. When did you start watching Bob's Burgers? I wanna say from the beginning, which I don't know dates because time is an illusion. Okay. Time was made up by the government. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is now Let's a conspiracy see. podcast. Well, speaking of conspiracy theories, do you believe the conspiracy or is it actually a proven fact that Bob's Burgers was originally supposed to be an adult, like a more sinister adult cartoon about them being cannibals? Is that a thing? I've heard that before, but I don't know. Original pilot cannibal question mark? Google already filled it in. The pilot of human flesh is based on the original premise for Bob's Burgers in which the Belchers were a family of cannibals who actually did make their burgers from human flesh. That's so according to Wikipedia. Okay. Bob's Burgers trivia. Okay. So 2011. 2011. Okay. I do remember, you know, being excited about this show because this was like before a lot of food shows were out. I want to say that, but that may or may not be true. What I like about the show is that it is a very relatable family that is entrepreneurial but how are they living how are they making a living honestly 
they have two three patrons how are they how are they paying the bills to be quite honest why do you like watching the show and or do you remember when you started watching the show it's so formal well you're the, the reason i brought asking this question up is because you were the one who told me to watch the show really yeah i was never in a family guy i never wanted i was never anti-cartoon i just felt like cartoons had their place so i was kind of like i don't know and then i started watching it and i changed my mind immediately i don't eat that's so wild that i recommended the show to you i wouldn't have watched it without you (laughs) so (laughs) this episode wouldn't be happening today you know what that means a lot that you remember that you started watching Bob's Burgers from the beginning. You're a mm-hmm. you're a hardcore fan, and you told me to watch Bob's Burgers, and I was like, "No, I don't watch adult cartoons." And then I watched it, and I loved it, and I haven't stopped watching it since. Mm-hmm. And we were gonna rank. So the story behind why we decided to make an episode about Bob's Burgers and the Thanksgiving episodes is we started talking about doing a podcast in October and we were like, what's a realistic timeline that we will post our first one? And we were like, Thanksgiving (laughs) sounds good. So I feel like we gave ourselves a lot of room. Yeah, yeah. Well, from a gastronomical standpoint, okay, Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. provides a lot of content a lot of discourse that we can get into and pull in those themes from the episode. Yeah, that's super true. So we were going to talk what our top three episodes were. I think my top Thanksgiving episode is Diary of a Poopy Kid. I really appreciate the storytelling and the, you know, the puns, the food puns, the quippy anecdotes and allegories with all the food yeah that's that's what gets gets it going for me I mean the title very off-putting you know (laughs) I actually asked a fourth grader not a fifth grader I'll correct myself (laughs) who enjoys Bob's Burgers and I was like hey what is your favorite Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episode and he immediately responded diary of a poopy kid Liam (laughs) Okay, hear me out. This is why. I feel really sorry for Gene because it's, it's like of all the days to be sick in that regard. But I appreciated, you know, the stories, the cinematic universes that were really being conveyed with sh- just the word, the spoken word. That's what I was about the Yeah, so that episode, Gene is sick on Thanksgiving, and he is like, I've gotten the stomach flu. I cannot eat Thanksgiving dinner, so I want you guys to all create stories about why food is bad. So you get, like, Mm -hmm. Parmageddon, Pear Force One, and (laughs) because it's just, like, based on what they're eating. But then you find out... (laughs) <laughs> I, I love a pun. I'm sucker for a pun or a dad joke. And that's just is the, the core of that episode. Is the episode where Gene does the Die Hard musical another one of your yeah. favorites? Oh. Yeah. See, okay. <laughs> yes, but also <laughs> I don't know that much about Die Hard. So I appreciate the, you know, the sentiment, but I didn't know enough about Die Hard to really connect with the, the episode in, in the same way, if that makes sense. Gene Belcher, musical genius. Gene Belcher, musical genius. Have you ever seen Die Hard? Not the whole thing. I've never watched. I feel like we should do an episode (laughs) where we just react to watching Die Hard. (laughs) Ooh, Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas Christmas movie. 
Yeah, it's our Christmas <laughs> content right there. My favorite Christmas movie is Gremlins. I don't consider it a Halloween movie. It takes place during Christmas, guys. Stop putting it on Spooktober. So, <laughs> so um, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number one? Oh, my number Episode. one. At first, I was like, they nailed it on the first try. One with fish odor is great. But I think I need to pick the Dawn of the Peck. Oh, that makes sense. Now, (laughs) hearing that you love the gremlins, conversions. (laughs) Animals that are cute attacking people. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel Linda's relatable. Like, I would definitely peck the turkeys. and Those are dominance. Yeah, and the idea of being trapped in an amusement park just seems ridiculous and fun. I grew up with my best friend's family, so Linda kind of reminds me of their mom. And the idea of being in that tickle boat, giving the birds the bird, and she's like, look, I'm giving the birds the bird. And then the kids are like, <laughs> can we true. do it too? And they're like, just today. There's yeah. a tender one. Yeah. Ah, yes. Dawn of the Pack. The Linda and the kids trapped in Fish Odor's amusement park, which on any day would be a a nightmare. But add on top of that, you know, rabid turkeys, angry turkeys. It could be said that all this is happening because Bob is on the outs with Thanksgiving. He's not participating in Thanksgiving uh, during this episode. So maybe that shakes up the Belcher universe and, you know, all chaos uh, breaks loose. Bob is MIA in this episode from the rest of the family, but his storyline is one of my favorites in any of the Thanksgiving episodes in that he (laughs) is not cooking Thanksgiving, which is driving him nuts. And he decides to drink, which seems to be a a go-to for him. He's having a whole dialogue with the turkey baster and trying to comfort himself by saying like, you're going to have a nice ear, like you're taking the ear off. And he's so upset about it. (laughs) I can't help but think about his relationship with Thanksgiving and just like how much he cares about the holiday and his family, uh, especially in this one, is just looking for some other activity other than the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. So they're at this turkey trot and he is just like, I'm not doing that. I want to just cook Thanksgiving or nothing at all. And he writes the note and he's just like, love, Bob. That doesn't sound drunk at all. So true. Also, does Bob have a... No, Bob doesn't have a problem. It's just a a social... He's a social drinker. Yeah. And he has no time for a social life except on Thanksgiving. Right, right. (laughs) What's your number two? I think... There's a wrong answer. I know. And indecent Thanksgiving proposal is my number two. That's the first one, right? Yeah, with the yeah, fish that odor. is the first one with the fish odors. That's which probably, we talked a little bit about. Yeah, that's probably my number two as well. The you have the song, mm-hmm. the, which is the whole word thanking everybody thanking you, thanking us for thanking you, mm-hmm. kill the turkey, <laughs> and then um, the whole concept that Bob has romanticized all these traditions with his family. He's in the kitchen and he's like, "All oh, of this is going to happen," and they're all like, "No." And, right, and then he gets like to the point where the pigskin and all of that, and it's just like, "Bro, it's all made up." And Thanksgiving, in and of itself, is one hundred percent an invented tradition based on genocidal incidents. My guy, just let it go. Have 
have your own day like make make your own like bob fest bb kong you know and then <laughs> transfer all those feels yeah. over there do you think because he's not cooking burgers that has something to do with him feeling special about thanksgiving so because you see it those little moments where he comes out of a shell when he doesn't have to do the same monotonous thing which i think a mm-hmm. lot of people do i mean you haven't cooked in a while in the mm-hmm. periods of your life where you were cooking for a living and you had like a day off and you were like i'm gonna make this thing because you wanted to make it it feels different yeah no i 100 percent agree yeah <laughs> and i think that's that goes to well like recently I've been trying to be more intentional about intentions, I guess you should, could say, like making intentions when I go to do things like cook a meal or spend time with a person, you know, I'm like, okay, this, this is what I would like to happen. And then that sort of kind of guides how I feel in the kitchen or during chores or cleaning or whatever. I don't know what that had to do with what we were talking about actually now. So <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Um, when you when you're doing something and you have a different mindset that mm. might be out of the norm, like your that little variance makes you appreciate it more. Yeah. I think we should we should get into the episode. We should get Let's into the, the meat and potatoes. Okay. Oh. Thanksgiving Day pun. It's like Thanksgiving and burgers, because burgers yes. and fries. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So my my third favorite. Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episode is Lil Drumroll. Even though this isn't the best one, this is the third best one, is Turkey in a Can. I feel like I, I'm going to come off a little biased because all of my episodes come from earlier seasons, but I think it's also because I've seen them the most and uh, I've had well, time to like stew with them. That's fair. You know, it's just a, a fair point. Which is how you cook a turkey. You stew it in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> silly. So, this episode is super silly in that Bob is very excited about Thanksgiving as always, and his family doesn't really care. But this time, Gene and Linda are teaming up for the song, which is great. Is this the episode that it's the very special, like, super heritage turkey? No, no, I don't think what so. What episode is, is that? I think that's the the gas one. We're cooking with yes, gas. Yes, I think that's why that's my number three. Because uh-huh. I like how into, like, he's very much the technique you would think is very, like, vanilla rigid guy. When it comes to his turkey, he does experiment, okay? He does the occasional spatchcock, okay? Mm-hmm. He does, you know, the... Div- it would be really interesting if this year the episode had something to do with dry brining because that's like the the major push. That is the the turkey in a can. It's this dry brine or like dry. Oh, I think maybe a rub, but it's oh, something yeah. like that. And a four day rub or something. Yes. It's supposed to be a three day. And so he's very excited and he's massaging his turkey and everyone's kind of like, what? what is wrong with you and he's like this is gonna be the best turkey ever the person who gets the bon appetit magazine and then does all the dishes from it that year and then is like what's what's gonna be the next thing in style and like right he like had- cutting edge thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. and like you think about turkey in a can he had to have spent hundreds turkeys aren't that cheap they're not <laughs> they're cheap and then so he spends probably hundreds of dollars to get a turkey which we've already discussed they have no money right <laughs> they have three patrons 
Hey, Poe. But the fact that how how upset he gets at everyone, he's like, who keeps doing this? And everybody's like, why? We don't like Thanksgiving that much, but we're not going to actively go out of our way to sabotage your favorite day, Dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're about. And so he gets so frustrated. And then it's him. And then it's the same kind of in the heritage bird. Like, he's probably spent a ton of money on this turkey. 100%. And then- don't they forget to pay the gas bill? Isn't that the reason? Like, <laughs> no, it was a the gas went out. It was not their oh, okay. fault, but they thought they didn't pay. Yeah, that happens. You know, it's just like, <laughs> did I pay the light bill, or are they doing? They're doing work on the road. Okay, yeah. The turkey one also wins because Tina wants to sit at the adult table, and I have. In my family, we didn't have enough kids to have a kid's table, but my friend's family, like, I would go to their house for other holiday events, and they had a kid's table. I don't ever remember. I remember when the oldest kid got to sit there, and I remember that being, like, a big deal, but it's also, like, at that point, do you even want to be there because you're the only one? Yeah. It's like the adult table, just like being an adult in general. As soon as you get over there, you're like, actually, this sucks, you know? (laughs) I want to go where the fun's at. Actually, I don't want to wait for you to pass me the potatoes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just want to grab them. Using manners? Negative. (laughs) Let's not... She tries on all the lipstick throughout the four days. Oh, yes. Because I think something that I had mentioned in the notes, like Bob's grappling with Tina growing up. And that's very, it's manifesting for him in ways that are unforeseen. But wait, is he sick? Does he take medicine? And that's why he starts sleepwalking? I I literally don't think think they even mention that. Oh, maybe they do. But who knows? (laughs) I could literally be talking about all 17 episodes in one. Um, (laughs) Did he forget to take his meds? Growing up is, it's a doozy. So yeah, that is the, so he's upset because his family, he thinks, is trying to sabotage Thanksgiving by putting Mm -hmm. the turkey in the toilet. But it turns out that he's putting the turkey, he's dropping the turkey in the toilet because he is sleepwalking and thinks. So precious, he thinks it's Tina and he's going to potty train her. Also, you get like an erotic turkey scene. Do you remember where he like brings the turkey in the bedroom and locks the door and Linda needs deodorant? Yeah, on the bed. I'm getting all turned on with the turkeys. (laughs) And then Love's like, you really need that deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah, it's... um. A, a fetish of the food variety <laughs> well, do you think they bring food into the the bedroom or it's very much like that's our day job we don't want anything to do with it i don't know because they've done some weird spicy things in the past like when they had the dice that was really funny and it kept <laughs> landing on the same thing and they were getting annoyed or when bob does the uh like laugh dance and he forgets to shut the curtain <laughs> I remember that one. I think that was a Christmas episode, no? Maybe? I think it might have been, yeah. Their relationship is very real, though, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, as someone who's been in a relationship for more than a few years, like, those silly... the things that excite you or the things that you like do together change in the way that you're like I wouldn't have done that with a person like or even just like a close friend you're like I wouldn't have admitted that to someone but now I'm telling you you're "You're a special one so (laughs) buckle up for the weird stuff you're getting the good weird stuff no for sure oh I remember what I wanted to say so Turkey in a can to me, like wrapping up the episode, it's very much about like two major themes from like a 
self-perception sort of place like self-sabotage and like growth and change and like being uncomfortable kind of Bob is like at odds with one it's like his favorite day but seeing Tina grow makes him feel some type of way and then that leads to him self-sabotaging yeah that's kind of interesting to think about I never connected his love of Thanksgiving may have been what made him vulnerable to falling into that Tina memory because Mm -hmm. he loves Thanksgiving it's causing emotions and care and then he's seeing Tina who wants to be older than she is this is Dumas Dumas Mm -hmm. Too much, too much, yeah. Now I'm also trying to remember the the gas one because that's like a newer one. Yeah, that is. Here we go. Riverbrook Lake Farms Heritage Turkey. That's what we're talking, okay? (laughs) He's been on the wait list for years. Where? Is this a thing? Like, I want to know if the writers were like, we found this turkey. Oh, no, this is... Well, oh, you mean if that particular turkey is a real thing? No, I just mean in general. This is real. People wait years. And because, yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, find a farm that's near you, build a connection, and or get on the wait list. You get emails around the time. You can, this this reminds me of that Portlandia scene with with the chicken paperwork, you know? It's very much giving me that vibe. (laughs) Go visit him. (laughs) Yeah, so... It's definitely a thing being the downfall for what would be essentially probably Bob's most perfect Thanksgiving. This turkey he's been waiting on for years, yet powers that be took the gas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fast gas. Oh, what is that saying? Bad gas travels fast in a small town or no gas travels nowhere in a small town anyway that's i'm a little bit country okay so it comes out sometimes (laughs) (laughs) and i i also like we're not cooking with gas because there's that cooking over the fire element you know richard rangham catching fire moment where this is like my favorite gastronomy fact about cooking and fire how it externalized digestion it's like a theory cooking over open flames externalized parts of digestion so then that humans use that energy to grow bigger brains so they didn't have to do that part of digestion so then they had that energy to think rational thoughts so throughout this episode bob is totally irrational and totally focused on <laughs> how do I cook this turkey 100 percent, yes like he did not get the memo (laughs) he's going back in time (laughs) me bird cook want (laughs) no care how happen (laughs) it's like you could have just put it in the fridge and let it cook he could have done the brine he could have done he could have been ahead of the trends yeah and he he's so adamant he's Everybody's like, okay, well, we'll just cook it another day. He's like, no. (laughs) Died yesterday. It It must be be cooked. Uh, So, yeah, that's my number three. That's also a big Tina episode because basically she's the one who gets him come out of his ridiculous turkiness where she wants to, she offers him the tree. Yes, the share. Oh my gosh, the Thanksgiving tree. Yep, yep, you're absolutely right. And then he's like, uh, what am I doing? Right. He's Doesn't like, he drop oh. it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> and no, the turkey. Oh, but then the uh 
the piece de resistance of this episode. Okay, so the the contraption breaks and the turkey falls in the fire, but then it's perfectly cooked. And then they're all like, oh yeah, and they're like ravenously eating the turkey at the end of the episode. So it's like, you know, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you just, you just, you try sometimes, just not fine. You get what you need. Okay, sorry, that was, that was a bit of <laughs> It's funny that like these two, I mean, we had the crossover with the second one, but this, the two we picked for our third, both kind of focus on Bob's obsession manifesting in like two very intense ways. Like we see that yeah. he's obsessed with Thanksgiving. We've established that over seasons. His love of Thanksgiving isn't just love. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, what will Bob do to have Thanksgiving? Right. How far will he go? <laughs> he will burn it all down. <laughs> he will go toe to toe with a badass woman firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> the fire chief but anyway yeah and so our first picks drastically different well i mean what are the commonalities between diary of a poopy kid what was your first one Dawn of the pick? peck which are Dawn both movie peck. very ah so true very cinematic in very nature cinematic. very whimsical i would say mm-hmm. like yours happens throughout storytelling which some of the right. best episodes of bob's burgers are the ones where they tell stories like the one where best story wins and gets to go with gail and then they all oh, like, make yeah. fun of linda yeah yeah I, I mean the belchers are a really creative family and i really maybe that's what i like about them too they're really creative imaginative you know and each one of them has like a real profound respect for their family but it it, again shows up in different ways good old family they're not perfect and that's what makes the show realistic and relatable back to you in the studio (laughs) i have finished my segment (laughs) okay i went to look for notes about the heritage bird episode because i was like i can't remember certain things i would like to point out two things gene makes a reference to billy joel where he says i'm sorry billy joel we did start the fight (laughs) we did not talk about and then the other one that i really enjoyed is that you mentioned that they didn't turn off the gas like they didn't get it turned off on them because Linda worried about paying it. Uh-huh. And it says, Linda tells Bob that she's sure they paid the gas bill because the check number ended in 69. And then we high fived. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the fact that like those things. Right. Like that's like, oh uh, yeah, perfect. We did pay our bills and also. <laughs> Innuendo. <laughs> that was funny. You were talking about the turkey falls and how, and which is true in cooking. Like sometimes something weird happens that you're not expecting or you don't want to happen. Like have put something in the oven at the wrong temperature and see something magical happen or something terrible happen. Mm-hmm. So we have our definitive. I would like to honorable mention the Gail bobsled episode. Just oh, here, here we go. Yes, yes, fire. yes. <laughs> I you're you're slick. Okay, honorable mention. Now I'm stressed out. Should I start the pod over here? <laughs> Cut it out. Okay, mind you, listen, everyone. In the notes, I remember writing before I deleted it. Is Gail toxic? Like in big capital letters and <laughs> like multiple exclamation points. You're, you're naked. 
<laughs> well, she says the the episode opens and Bob is making Thanksgiving because that's what he does. That's what he and does. And there's a snowstorm outside, which again, East Coast makes total sense. She has a Gail has a sprained ankle. Bob will go pick her up because remember what happened last time? Linda drove in the snow, which was that Christmas episode where they almost died. I oh guess. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then when the car, the snowplow comes by, it just buries, buries the, the, the car. car. How devastating would that be? <laughs> Especially with like I don't have a family member I could think of that would be that terrible, but I've met people pretty terrible. Right. And honestly, if I'm Gail, I would just go back in my apartment and (laughs) I'd rather eat cat food than be drugged on a sled in a snowstorm with a cat in my lap, probably like 10 blocks. It's Yeah, it has to even be more than that. And the cat's in the box. No flipping way. (laughs) No. And then it says, of course, Gail's ankle isn't really sprained. She faked her injury for attention. So at any point, it could have been like, you know what, Bob? LOL. This is a good one. Pranked you. You got pranked. No, she goes through with it. The whole thing. She lets Bob. She lets Bob drag her on the ground. (laughs) On the Jersey Shore. (laughs) Many, many blocks. All for what? Just for, for... for the S's and the G's, okay? That's it. Yeah. That I'm sorry, Gail. You also touched on like the idea that Thanksgiving is a load of crap, which it is, but this idea of traditions. Was there like an age where you were experiencing Thanksgiving in a new way? <laughs> I think about Christmas and there's a point you reach where you're like, Santa's not real. Mm-hmm. And then it changes how Christmas is for you. Yeah, I think teaching about thanksgiving you know like what's what's the tea with this this year i was actually gonna see about well i did like the research where my family lives is like piscataway land so that's the native group that lived here before their land was taken so i was thinking about like mentioning it this thanksgiving because Mm -hmm. we do pray before meals if we're all together and we say like it's nice to be together it's nice to be together god bless everybody who's not here I was thinking about just mentioning the Piscataway people. So that's probably this year something that's going to mark a change in. And we'll see how my family responds to that. Yeah, just really reiterating time and time again that these traditions were invented to create this identity of a nation when... Mm -hmm. There was so much division and divisiveness. Like they were like, okay, quick, like let's make something that everyone can agree on or everyone can just not fight. How can we use that concept in a way that's not damaging to indigenous people? You know, like if you were going to do that today, how would that look? I guess that's a really big question. Maybe not for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think it, it doesn't have to be that deep and maybe it's like what pride is you know or I just made this so heavy so um I thought our kitchen query this this episode could be inspired by our our episode we picked together because we both chose for the second pick an indecent Thanksgiving proposal brilliant idea and I'm not going to ask you when the last time you fired a gun was Uh, (laughs) although tempting I wanted to ask one of my things that 
makes that episode so good to me is how committed Fish Odor is. It feels like he asked Bob two days ago, hey, let's do this thing. But he has a commissioned family portrait of him with the Belchers without Bob. That's that's forethought. Okay, (laughs) that's weeks of planning. That's definitely uh, Fish Odor had it before he asked Bob or he's a serial killer and he knew he was going to kill Bob. I was going to say, (laughs) that's, yeah, some... Mm, some <laughs> malintent definitely behind that photo i'm assuming you don't have a family photo of you with another family <laughs> that's not your own but, but i guess i'm wondering if you ever had a commissioned family photo i'm not thinking you've had a portrait done because we're not in europe in the late right. 17th 18th century <laughs> but <laughs> what oh about gosh. a photo that's a really great question sure do have a fantastic family photo I'm being very sarcastic because it's hard okay when I tell you I look at this photo every day and think what the lump you know lumpy space princess but also my lumps are everywhere in the picture that's what I'm trying to convey okay they're going everywhere something to something this is a family friendly show one, one of these days, maybe I'll I'll share the photo, but... That's a Patreon exclusive post. <laughs> you got to send us $3 a month to see right. Corinne's lumpy photo. You get a dollar to see this lumpy space princess. Would, would you care to share your experience with photo families for this week's kitchen query? So I've, I've never had a formal family photo or portrait commission in my family's honor, mostly because it was just me and my mom growing up, but I (laughs) stayed with a family, like, technically, the mom was my babysitter, and after a while, I just, like, stayed at their house after school, because we were all friends. At one point, when they were babysitting me, they took me to church with them, which was always fun, because I did not grow up in a religious family, so at least not a Catholic family, and they were Catholic, and they still are Catholic. They're they're all here. true crime podcast but we we went to church and then they went down to the basement and they were like we're gonna have a family photo taken so it's me and my friend's family <laughs> going and the, as most horror stories begin we it was in the basement of a church and uh <laughs> but but we sat down and they were like oh just sit over here and I'm I'm telling this story like I knew and I may have known that a little bit about the family portrait, but I don't think I processed it because I was in elementary school. So I didn't know. Right. So we get there and I just have to sit there and watch them take their family. And then you just get up and run over there. <laughs> photo bomb. Was it like one of those um awkward JC Penney's type photos mm-hmm. from the oh classic poses, awkward hands on shoulders and fists on cheek. Love it. I think the picture they chose that they still have is them with their hands on each other's shoulders, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, there's a temptation, like if we were to have Patreon family photo moment that I would ask them to send me a picture of the picture and then put my face like coming in on the side (laughs) yeah photoshop it in love it oh speaking of well that that picture is before the digital age and I guess I could take a picture of the picture and photoshop my lumps 
right you know and like get it re- oh that would be such a good prank if i were to do that fish owner style incognito take a picture get it photoshopped blown up and replace it in the frame and see how long it takes my family to notice that the picture is different it's like a mo- you were there oh, genius. you guys should redo the photo oh yeah like as a we all have grown yeah, that, yeah. that's a good idea i'll i'll posit that to the group we were wearing white t-shirts and jeans that's mm-hmm. nice that's the vibe that's a vibe you know? that's a family vibe right there <laughs> <laughs> well i think that about wraps it up love uh, it i'm proud of us i am too thanks please um enjoy the musical stylings of one teddy i don't know his last name so good i'm gonna wish for a second stomach where's the wish phone i think this batch cocking broke it ah, i can fix it and aquarium pump don't belong in the dump give it to teddy ah, i can fix it who really cares about two legged chairs no one but teddy ah, i can fix it a phone with no receiver should be jumping with a clean unless you teddy ah, i can fix but it there's a power bubble and it doesn't really bubble with your trauma ah, i can Woo. fix it my parents so much for listening to Kitchen Queerdos. It is our goal to provide a safe audio space for kitchen queerdos like us, and we thank you for your support. Please leave a review or some stars, you know, Michelin Guide style, if you like, and if you don't, you can stay salty. (laughs) Anyways, thanks again for listening. See you next time. Oh, and follow us on social media and stuff at Kitchen Queerdos, at Chef Liam Camp, at Corey underscore written 26. All right, catch you later.